8 Minutes of Learnings with Hera Ali. Be inspired, be motivated, be you, and learn something new. Tools, tips, strategies, and techniques for a better you. www.advancingyourpotential.com and a very warm welcome to 8 Minutes of Learning with Hirali and today I'm going to be talking about a very important topic called limiting beliefs. This topic is going to be based on an article which just got published in Huffington Post and um, do you ever wonder why, why some of the most intelligent people sabotage their own success? It all goes back to unconscious thought traps, also called cognitive distortions. And anyone can fall victim to it. It's simply part of being human. Remember the time when you wanted to pursue a goal but you didn't because you failed to perform it well the first time? Or the time when you didn't voice your opinions in a meeting for fear of being rejected or judged? Well, that was a limiting belief holding you back. Limiting belief is a false belief that a person holds to based on incorrect or incomplete conclusions about certain things in life. All human beings have a tendency to be negative, some being more prone than others. However, when these beliefs turn into toxic thought traps that are self-sabotaging your progress, they need to be promptly addressed. The good news is that with a little practice and discipline, you can avoid succumbing to these naughty, mind-shattering gremlins and stop them right in their tracks. An effective way to do this is through self-questioning. Self-questioning involves reviewing or scrutinizing your beliefs and examining the actions you take as a result of them. But before you can start questioning yourself, you need to first recognize what you are experiencing and pay close attention to your internal dialogue. The moment you become more aware of your thoughts and feelings and start labeling them, you are opening yourself to various possibilities of addressing them. There are many different types of limiting beliefs, such as generalizations, mental, mental filters, emotional reasoning, distortions, magnifications, labeling, and so on and so forth. And uh, each limited belief can be subverted and can be avoided by testing its validity through a belief audit that can enable you to identify holes in your thinking. The moment you find yourself encountering the moment you find yourself encountering a limiting belief, you can question it using four different techniques which I am going to be discussing with you shortly. So now what kind of limiting beliefs are they? Like I said, there are many, many different types of limiting beliefs and um, all of them have two characteristics in common. They, they severely sabotage your progress and and they prevent you from achieving your outcomes. So emotional reasoning is when you assume negative emotions are proof of the way things really are. Personalization and blame, for instance, when you've hit a bump in the road with a co-worker, you think this is all my fault. Instead of trying to pinpoint the cause of the problem, so you and your co-worker can back, get back on the same page. Discounting the positive is common practice for you to downplay positive experiences by telling yourself they don't count. If you do a good job, you reason that anyone else on your team could have done just as well, so why does it even matter? very similar to imposter syndrome, one of the traits of imposter syndrome. Mental filter is when you pick out a single negative detail and dwell on it. And you, you may receive lots of positive comments about your presentation at work, but if one colleague says something mildly critical, you obsess about it for days. Labeling is a tendency to resort to simplistic and negative labels to define ourselves and our behavior. And these labels actually exaggerate our shortcomings or mistakes. For example, I'm such a dummy, jerk, loser, procrastinator. There's usually a judgment associated with the positive and negative that goes on with these labels. And when the neighbors fits, we feel good about ourselves. When it doesn't fit us with the environment, we feel bad. For example, guilt, anger, disappointment, and resentment. Okay, so 
So what are the things which you could do? Uh, first of all, you can start off by questioning yourself and I am going to be discussing four different techniques. Uh, number one would be question its generality. Now, find out if the belief is based on any general one-size-fits-all type conclusions. Ask yourself if the belief always holds true or is it the first time one-off instance and what were the circumstances when it wasn't. This will help you differentiate situations where the belief did not hold true from the times when it did thereby making you realize that the situation is not always as black or white all or nothing as you think subsequently restoring feelings of hope and trust and rebuilding your confidence number two question its authenticity evaluate the subjectivity of the belief by asserting if it's based on limited or incomplete knowledge and or opinions versus facts. If it's based on opinions evaluated, the source of opinion can be trusted. Substantiate the belief with evidence that can support or negate it and take into consideration all factors surrounding the belief, including any influences that may have been previously ignored. Sometimes most of our suppositions are only partially true and moreover lack factual evidence. Once you learn to identify unverified beliefs, you will become open to more enabling points of view which could be equally true. That the earth was rectangular shape was the popular notion until proved otherwise. If the belief leads you to a decision, then assess if it's leading you to accept responsibility for something which is not your fault or within your control. Alternatively, take into account instances where you fail to owe your mistake and finally think how someone you trust would say about your conclusion. Number three, question its context. Some beliefs emerge as a result of various factors and influences, the absence or presence of which can lead to a change in that belief. Ask yourself if a lack of communication is, is responsible for your speculation or is it owing to you or the other person being in a specific phase of life? That specific phase could include triggers such as crucial period at work, a new job, a new responsibility or role, a transition period, a relocation, etc. This will allow you to see your belief in relation to various factors impacting it and thus give it a wider perspective as opposed to viewing it in isolation. If the belief involves people, examine scenarios that could be involved in affecting thoughts and actions. For example, loneliness, depression, boredom, old age, insecurity, fears of losing or missing out, health issues. And this is something which I've also discussed in, in, in one of my previous podcasts regarding powerful questions that can help you navigate through negative relationships. Okay, so what next? Also, do not disregard timing to be a factor responsible for shaping your belief in a certain way. Ask yourself, will this belief be different a few weeks from now when the timing is more favorable? It becomes easy to understand why we may have negative surmises regarding situations of people when we begin to identify and connect with the context. Try replacing the negative opinions with more enabling beliefs by reframing them in a positive light. Question its impact. Evaluate the impact. So number four, question is impact. Evaluate the impact of what could go wrong by asking yourself what will be the worst consequence of holding this belief and how it will affect you. This will help mitigate the fear. They say anything that doesn't kill only makes you stronger. In most cases, what you anticipate to be the worst outcome will not be as frightening as you thought it would be. And when you realize this, you will feel more prepared to face whatever consequences arise from it. Question tactics can distance you from debilitating thoughts and from restricting thoughts and allow you to view situations more objectively. However, for self-questioning to work more effectively, you need something else too. And that is to stop believing in the myth that someone else will come to your rescue. Trust yourself to be your own best rescuer simply because who else could be a better expert in your life than you yourself? 
Ultimately, you only control the most powerful weapon that can help you get out of your own way. And that weapon is your brain. Do not underestimate its power. It will play a pivotal role in making any of your efforts successful. By repeatedly telling your brain that it can achieve something, drain the latter to think positive and can do thoughts only. After all, as Henry Ford aptly put it, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So that's about it from my side. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today on Limiting Beliefs. If you have any queries whatsoever, please email me at hirali.advancingapprehension.com and I'll be happy to answer them. Thank you. Goodbye. Eight minutes of learnings with Hera Ali. Be inspired, be motivated, be you, and learn something new. Tools, tips, strategies, and techniques for a better you. www.advancingyourpotential.com